Welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with a brief dive into Ross students and a Ross club's background. I am one of your hosts, David Amarim, and with me, I have Gopal Srinivas. We have two awesome classmates joining us today, Emily Griffith and Maddie Parrish, who will be talking to us about Risky Business, the student-run music band at Ross. Welcome, everybody. Before we get started, we'll do a quick check-in on some upcoming events and happenings. And to do that, I'll pass it off to Gopal. Thanks, David. We've got a somewhat quiet week this week at Ross, just given that we're, uh, we're entering our finals period. However, on October 11th, we've got an intro to fly fishing event thrown by the Ross Outdoor Club. And everyone's actually looking forward to Saturday, October 15th, since Penn State is visiting the big house and we're all getting pumped up for a, for a big top 10 showdown and a maze out. Uh, around Ann Arbor, uh, Ann Arbor Spark is holding the A2 Tech 360 Expo with programming around Ann Arbor to show the innovation and entrepreneurship throughout the area. Uh, programming is running through October 15th, consists of a few fairs, some webinars, and a lot of different events um, about, about the tech in the Ann Arbor area. Perfect. Thank you, Gopal. So now we'd love to welcome our guest to the podcast. Uh, before we dive into today's topic, we always love hearing about the remarkable backgrounds of our fellow classmates. So we're going to go around and can everybody share any combination of the following questions, where you're from, your pre-ROS background, what you're currently involved in at Ross, and also what you're hoping to do after. And we'll start off with Gopal, since this is your first time on the podcast. Thanks, David. Uh, my name is Gopal Srinivas. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Before Ross, I was living in the Boston, Massachusetts area, working in advertising technology sales at a company called Critio. Um, at Ross, I'm involved in Sling Health, uh, the Cycling Club, um, the Business Beyond Usual podcast, and I'm hoping to go into consulting uh, post-Ross. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, can we go next with Emily and then Maddie, and then I'll finish this off. Sure. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. My name is Emily Griffith. Um, I'm actually originally from Ann Arbor, so this has been a nice little homecoming to come back for school. Um, but I've spent my time post-undergrad working as an actress and composer out of New York City. Um, uh, following Ross, I'll be moving into consulting. And at Ross, I'm involved in, obviously, Risky Business. I'm also the Chief Strategy Officer for the Entertainment and Media Club. I'm also on the board of Follies. Um, our awesome sketch comedy club, um, as well as uh, being involved in the Entrepreneur and Venture Capital Club. Great. Well, hi, everybody. My name is Maddie Parrish. I'm actually a dual degree student um, with the Herb Institute. So I'm technically an MBA one, but have been here at Ross for about a year so far. Um, my other school is the School for Sustainability and the Environment, um, and super excited to be here. Um, I'm from Michigan as well, small town called Battle Creek, not too far from, from here, um, but grew up in Richmond, Virginia. So uh, coming to you all from, from that part of the world. My background is in the packaging industry. So I was in marketing and innovation, um, a big uh, packaging firm um, for about eight and a half years and then come, came to Ross. Um, and from Ross, I'm really interested in sustainability and brand management slash marketing. So trying to find roles that bring in that intersection um, once I graduate. Uh, as far as what I'm interested in at Ross and involved in, um, obviously Risky Business is um, one of my favorite clubs to be a part of. Um, I'm also a part of the Herb Student Advisory Team. So we are kind of the leaders 
that of the herb students that put on event planning and um, run run kind of the student activities. And then I'm also involved with Net Impact and a couple of things through the Impact Studio um, here at Ross. So really excited to be here today. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. And let me just say that Battle Creek is an awesome name for a city. I'd love to say that I'm from Battle Creek. Um, and I just love how diverse uh, our class is. Um, thank you for sharing your backgrounds. Um, I'll finish this off. My name is David. I'm originally from Brazil, but was raised um, in Brazil here in the States, a little bit of Europe. So home is everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Um, before Ross, I was living in Brazil doing operations consulting. Here at Ross, I'm involved with Consulting Club, which is where I want to recruit for, um, but also involved with podcast, uh, with Soccer Club, and also the Entertainment and Media Club, which in my heart is my real passion. And even though I'm trying to recruit for consulting, um, entertainment is what I really want to do. So wish me luck. So that's it. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. We're going to jump into today's topic. So uh, let's get down to business or risky business, uh, shall I say. So this first question is for you, Emily. Uh, em, can you tell us a little bit more about what risky business is and how you got involved with it? Definitely. Um, you know, risky business is the best experience I've had at Ross. I'll just start by saying that. Um, we are the MBA cover band. Um, comprised of 25 to 30 MBA um, students. And that's across all programs, as well as Master of Management, any kind of master's program in Ross. Um, those people are eligible um, to join the band. Um, and we include weekend MBAs and online MBAs and partners and the, the whole gamut. So we're a group of people who come together every week on Sundays for four hours to play music together, have a great time, and gear up to do several shows throughout the year. Um, at this time, we do six like main stage shows during the course of the school year for our Ross friends. Um, and they're a ton of fun. Um, I actually got involved in Risky uh, when I was trying to decide where I wanted to go for my MBA. Um, or that's when I decided I wanted to be involved. Uh, we were still virtual at that point for all kinds of like learning about the school. There were no welcome weekends at that time. Um, and they did a virtual meet the clubs and the current president of Risky from the 2020-2021 school year was on that call. Um, and that was super great. I had no idea that there was a cover band at Ross. And um, hearing about it, I immediately like tried to look them up and dive into what is this? How do I be a part of it? Um, it was the one club when I showed up at Ross that I knew I needed to be a part of. And um, and I'm very grateful that I've been able to be a part of it. It's been a highlight of my experience. We are a true family of people who just love to make music together. And um, it's a great outlet and support system um, outside of the business school and recruiting and all of those other things that we do while we're here. That's awesome. Uh, could you share with us what are some of the, the board's goals for the school year? Definitely. Um, so broadly, we want to make awesome music and rock out with our friends. <laughs> we want to make sure that we're creating opportunities for our MBA classmates to um, have a really fun, nice night uh, and, and, you know, socialize together. Um, 
And so that's like the biggest goal, right? Is to create these opportunities. We also, uh, one of our other main goals is making sure that we're representing the diversity of our Ross population. Um, we demonstrate that through our song selection process for our set lists, um, through the way that we um, considered, uh, you know, the membership in the band, all of those things. We look to have a diversity of, of experience in the room and diversity of music that we get to uh, play so that we can uh, represent uh, all of Ross as a whole. Um, additionally, we're looking at a couple other things. We're hoping to uh, do some equipment upgrades for Risky this year, which we're really excited about. Um, the past boards of Risky have done a really wonderful job managing our finances. And so we're hoping to be able to support future bands by updating some of the equipment so that they can play more uh, current music and they have the technology to, you know, play electronic music, things like that. Um, and then our final goal is to uh, intensify uh, and solidify the connections with the Risky community as a whole. One of our um, catchphrases is Risky forever, and we mean it. Um, risky is forever. Once you're in Risky, you're always family. Um, and so one of our long-term goals for this year is to kind of establish that alumni network, uh, make it even stronger so that no matter where you go, no matter what career path you follow, you can find somebody from the band in your corner to, you know, kind of connect with and, and have this shared experience with. Awesome. Thank you for sharing him. And I have to say, I've been to a lot of concerts in my life, but I've never been to a concert like Risky Business that is played by and for my friends. And you had your first show this past week, first show of the school year. And let me just say it was amazing, an amazing experience. And actually got me curious. Uh, so here's another question for you. Um, can you share what a typical show looks like? And I want to understand the whole value chain behind a show. So from practice to, you know, pre-show prep to the actual execution. And what do you do when the show is over? For sure. Um, so it is a process putting on a show, uh, you know, doing a two hour set list. Um, on our schedules is a challenging process, but we've, we're trying to narrow it down to a science. So the process begins with our executive board. Um, over the summer, we plan out when all of the shows are going to be, contact our vendors, get our dates aligned with the program offices, uh, events calendar, and all of that. That's step one is when are our shows going to be. Um, from then for each individual show, we work backwards. So we'll go all the way back out uh, to how many rehearsals we would need to have before then. We typically average three to four rehearsals prior to a show. Um, and then from there, work even further backwards to how do we decide what our set list is so that we have something to rehearse. Um, so for our set list, it's a very democratic process. Each band member gets to submit three songs that they want to hear us play. Um, from there, our band director does a feasibility review just to make sure that we actually have the instruments or can physically play this song. Um, and then from there, the co-presidents, Nick Binkus and I, uh, dive in and do an exec review just to make sure that all of the music is uh, aligned with Risky's values um, and uh, is, is going to be a good representation of uh, what we want to show to the rest of the Ross community. From there, every song that's left, which ends up being most of them, gets sent to the band for voting. The band force ranks their song, all of the songs in order uh, from the song they most want to play to the song they least want to see us play. And from there, we aggregate all of that to determine our 18 to 20 song set list. Uh, from that point, our band director and our section leads work together to do part assignments for all of the different members of the band. 
as you can imagine, we have a lot of multi-instrumentalists. So this becomes a little bit of a puzzle piece, putting different people in different places and, and shifting around. We typically are trying to get that out a week before our first rehearsal so that you have about a week to learn your first few songs that you'll need for our first rehearsal. And like I said, we rehearse on Sundays for four hours. Um, and we do typically three to four rehearsals on those Sundays, running each song a few times. Um, we do a dress rehearsal either the day before the show at the venue or the week prior to the show, not at the venue, depending on who we're working with, um, different venues and different rules, um, where we run everything all the way through. And uh, then we perform the show. And there's all kinds of a million other little logistical things that our awesome bandmates do between handing out wristbands in the winter garden to, you know, Maddie's our marketing director, writing all the emails to get everybody hyped up about the show. And um, there's a million little other pieces that come into play. We have all our own sound equipment. We run our own board when we're in rehearsal. So people help with that. Um, it's a team effort and we work together. But that is the whole process um, till the show day. Show day comes. We open the tab at seven, start the show at eight and have a great time. Um, everybody helps strike after we're done. And then um, our team will do like a post-mortem following the show to kind of talk through what worked, what didn't, what do we want to adjust moving forward, um, you know, or what are the things that we want to keep the same and maintain that worked really well for us this time. So that'll be the full board and also the exact board. We both do post-mortems and, uh, We'll use that to help inform our next show, which is going to be Rock the Holidays it's on December 10th. Quick plug. <laughs> and uh, just stay tuned for info about that coming after fall break. <laughs> As someone who was there um, at the show, it, you don't realize how much work goes into it. It was really, really cool to hear, Emily. Uh, before we pivot over to hearing from Maddie, is there anything else you'd like to share about Risky Business, its mission, or just anything else, any last minute parting shots? You know, I think the the big thing um, that I would love to just, you know, we built this band from scratch last year. Maddie was, you know, Maddie and I both were in the band last year and our amazing board last year went from having no band in the 2020, 2021 school year because of being virtual to completely rebuilding the entire band. So I want to make sure we give a massive shout out to last year's leadership team because we wouldn't be here without the work that they did to build a band from scratch. Um, and I'm so grateful for the experience of Risky and to the past band and current band, Risky Forever, we love you. Perfect, thank you. All right, Maddie, um, we would love to hear a little bit more about you, um, one of the band members. So let's start off, uh, tell us a little bit about why you decided to join Risky Business. Um, let's start with that and then we'll have a, a follow-up question for you. Sure, David, that's a great question. Um, so as Emily mentioned, both her and I were first year members in the band last year. And for me, um, I always knew that I wanted to um, be a part of Risky Business ever since being a prospective student. Um, just a fun story, I came to visit Ross many years before I actually uh, got in and came to school. Um, and I was here for Ross Women's Weekend and Up Close, which actually just happened this past weekend. Um, and I got the opportunity to actually visit um, the Risky Business show that was happening at that time way back in, I think, like 2018. So they offered up tickets to Perspectives, which we also did this year. Um, and I think as far as um, my experience goes, it was obviously a positive one. Um, as soon as I saw them on stage, I was like, I want to be a part of this. 
Um, and it was one of the many factors of my decision to come to Ross. And so when I got to Ross, I knew that I was going to audition and it's been um, an incredible experience ever since. For me, as like a quick background, I'm a musician, have been throughout my childhood, have played piano. I played the keys. So um, I played the keyboard and piano um, for many years, ever since I was a kid. And it's a, a passion of mine, kind of a musical outlet, creative outlet, if you, if you will, um, in terms of just doing something for fun as a hobby. But being part of a band and being part of Risky in particular is, like Emily said, kind of a family. And um, it's very much a wonderful experience. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So uh, was joining Risky something that you knew you wanted to do before coming to Ross? Or was this something that you made after you came on campus and were here for the first time? Yeah, that's a great question, Gopal. So I, as I mentioned, I had that one experience where I saw Risky live in person as a perspective, and it really kind of changed the trajectory of what I wanted to do at Ross. I knew that of all the clubs and opportunities that I would have access to once I became a student, um, Risky, I wanted to, Risky to be one of them. And of course, there's a kind of a pretty rigorous um, audition process and going through that as a first year was definitely uh, scary and challenging, but um, coming through the other side, it was so exciting to have gotten the opportunity to become a member of the band. And it's something that I was a goal of mine from the beginning. So I was super lucky and grateful to, uh, to join the band. Um, and I, we always, you know, as Emily mentioned, I'm the marketing director this year. So it's um, risky is kind of a passion area for me and all things music and spreading the news about about Risky. So we encourage anyone and anyone who has um, musical abilities or even interest in music to, to join us or, or come to our shows. Awesome. Thank you, Maddie. Um, on that note, and here's a question for both you, Maddie, and also you, Emily. Um, can you share, um, and this can be from this past show or past shows, um, just share with us a memorable experience, something just very special that you remember from your time with Risky Business. No parameters, whatever you feel like sharing. Sure, I can jump in uh, first. Well, first of all, there's many, many memorable experiences that, that I have and we have together as a band. Um, one of my favorites is our pre-show rituals, which um, are very much uh, secretive, so we won't ex say um, exactly what they are, but it is just a ritual around bringing the band together, getting everyone hyped up and excited, um, excited to share what we've created together, what we've practiced so many hours for with our classmates and the Ross community, and so that's something that I really enjoy every um, pre-show. I also have a lot of, um, you know, outside of rehearsal experiences that are lovely, um, you know, eating late night, you know, tacos and burritos with bandmates after a show, um, celebrating on the weekends when we're not having to rehearse, um, even just the process of, uh, of rehearsing and getting through songs together and, you know, tweaking things or adding special, um, you know, licks or, or riffs or things that we think are going to make the song kind of come to life is a really exciting process because everyone gets their voices heard and everyone gets to say in terms of what we create. Um, so that's super memorable as well because it's really kind of like a working team experience and then we all celebrate together in a really big way which is always great yeah to echo maddie there are almost too many experiences to count it's um i think i underestimated when i joined the band how much uh it would become that family environment and how much it would become um, a part of everything i do when i think about some of my favorite memories from last year um, so many of them are with the band, whether going to trivia and winning sometimes <laughs> on occasion, or um, our, also our trivia group name is the Frisky Biscuits. So if you ever hear us out, that's risky. <laughs> um, we, whether it's that or rehearsing together, 
Um, I will say though, the biggest uh, memory for me specifically was uh, our very first show last year. We pulled together with like two rehearsals, I'm pretty sure, because we weren't sure we were going to be able to do a first show. So the um, the leadership team wasn't sure who was going to show up, were we even going to have a band? And then suddenly we did, and um, Necto had a slot, but it was very sudden. And so we pulled the Back to Business show together in a very short amount of time last year. And for me personally, I had been kind of on a hiatus from my performance career, obviously because of COVID. Um, and when, uh, I think it was Will opened that show, stepped out on stage and we heard all of our friends screaming and cheering and just like ready to have a good time and having, hey, yeah, having not performed in two years, having, you know, this whole MBA experience is so crazy. And to just hear that roar, it was deafening because I got to say Risky's fans are the best fans in the whole world. You guys are the most supportive, lovely people, and we could not do this without them. Um, and so, yeah, hearing that roar and all of us were kind of standing behind the stage and looking at each other like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what is this going to be? Um, that's probably one of my favorite memories of Risky is just that moment of it was the moment before it's the moment before you know what Risky is going to be fully how is the show going to go what's going to happen you know did we do it and uh and we did and it was it was really a really special experience and um really truly wouldn't have been possible without um all of the amazing people who come out and cheer and sing along and dance and bring the best energy so that we can play the best show possible just to, just to add to that, I would echo what Em said, but I think that feeling came back, you know, this week at our past show. Um, and now, you know, both Emily and I and those of us who were in the band the first year, last year, are now second years. And so it feels a little bit different in that we have obviously more responsibility in terms of leadership and things like that, but just as special and exciting and almost like um, nostalgic for, for times we've had in the past, but also, you know, very futuristically and hopeful that we will have many more experiences like that in the future for our own individual selves, but also for everyone else in the band, our new, our newbies and our, um, our returning members. So that, that feeling, that electric feeling that we get, as Emily mentioned, like from our fans, from being in Nectar with everybody and from people who, um, you've just met, you know, as an MBA one, like in my section, I had section mates there that showed up that had no idea what risky was going to be, but they showed up for me to support and, and, and the band as well. And just having them in the crowd was amazing as well. And sharing stage with, with Emily and our, our teammates on the band, um, was really incredible. So it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be a part of. Thanks for sharing guys. I mean, uh, I'll say that I went in with very high expectations because of I had heard so much about Risky Business and you guys exceeded all of my very high expectations. I mean, I had an amazing time and actually I wanna share a memorable experience as well. Um, I think you were singing Mr. Brightside and I was like right there in front of uh, the lead singer and I reached out my hand to the lead singer and he reached out his hand and grabbed my hand and I, I just felt that connection. And if that's a value that you're trying to, you know, establish with Risky Business, I'm gonna say you guys are killing it. So killing it with the killers. Um, so that was amazing. Um, so yeah, I'll pass it on to Gopal. Yeah, and for anyone who's hearing this and hearing about how great of a community Risky Business is, what advice would you have for anyone that's looking to join Risky Business when they're here at Ross? 
That's a very good question. Uh, Risky happens really fast in the fall. Typically, we only do one round of auditions at the very beginning of the year to help assemble our band. Sometimes we'll do a mid-year audition or a secondary audition, but normally that's to um, fill specific holes in the band that we might want to need for specific shows moving forward. Um, So if you want to be in Risky Business, we would love to have you. Um, Just be prepared and watching your email early in the year. That's when audition information comes out and um, uh, like all the requirements for auditioning, Um, you know, brush off whatever instrument you play or sing, just, you know, reconnect with it so that you feel confident when you come in, because honestly, that's the most important thing to us. We have a lot of amazing musicians at this school. Our goal is not to be I mean, we are the greatest band of all time, but that's not our goal. (laughs) Our goal is to be a space for fun and sharing a love of music and community. Um, So, you know, we want you to shine the best that you can. So that comes with being confident and, um, and, you know, showing us who you are in your audition. Um, If playing in the band is not your thing, don't worry. That's why we have a fan club. Um, We made a very unique community of, of, for our fans, um, if for people who really love coming to the shows and just also want to celebrate that community and love of music, but maybe, um, for whatever reason, aren't interested in being on the performance side. Um, so we have our fan club, we do fan club events with the band. Um, the fan club gets to vote or gets to submit songs for the band to play during the year. Um, they get special t-shirts so that they can, you know, walk around, strut their stuff and show off that they are the best fans of the band. Um, all of those things. So, Um, There's two kind of ways to be involved with the band. um, And the tricky thing is both of them happen very early in the year. So if you're coming to Ross and this sounds like the thing for you, stay on top of uh, checking your email in the first couple of weeks of school. Um, And also don't hesitate to reach out to current band members or foreign former band members. Um, Like we said, Risky is forever. So no, you know, current or previous Ross student who was in Risky will ever, uh, not want to tell you about their time in risky business. So um, you can make sure you utilize those connections as well. I would just add as well, everything Emily said, you know, plus one, but um, but also want to just encourage anyone who may be on the fence. Um, I know there's a lot going on when you first become uh, an MBA one student here or a dual degree student. And there's a lot of things that are thrown at you that you have to decide on very quickly. So I would say if you have a passion for music, um, if you have any skill level, be it you know beginner to intermediate to, to expert level, we would love to have you guys come out for, for Risky. Um, we're very open and um, welcoming group and we take all skill levels. So we want to encourage everyone to go for it, even if you might be a little nervous or scared. Um, and like Emily said, reach out and we're happy to chat with you about our experiences. Perfect. Thank you. So this is the last question for this segment. Um, Real quick, are any of you involved with any other creative related organizations or clubs at Ross or around Ann Arbor? And if so, can you tell us briefly just a little bit about them? Um, So yes, I am. um, I'm involved in two creative um, clubs coming from entertainment. I don't think it's a surprise that I'm involved with the entertainment and media club. This is one of the professional clubs at Ross um, dedicated to helping students with a passion for the entertainment industry, um, understand the recruiting opportunities and the um, MBA internships and post MBA full-time positions available to them. Um, Our goal is to help kind of foster networking and connections as well as professional development opportunities for students with any level of interest. Um, You know, some students are 
really gung ho and let's do it, let's go right now and do it. Um, some students have, you know, uh, a plan to kind of get there eventually into the industry. Um, our goal is to support all of those students and provide opportunities and pathways for them to be successful in their uh, professional endeavors. Um, and then the other uh, creative club I'm in is Follies at Ross. Um, I'm on the board of Follies. Uh, we just had our first open mic night this past week, um, which is a new experience for us. Typically, Follies is a once a year sketch comedy show written, performed, and produced by MBAs. Um, it's super fun. I and When you start getting emails about Follies happening, mark your calendars because you will not want to miss that show. Um, but we did our very first uh, non-main show event this past week, which we did an open mic night. Everybody who got up and performed was spectacular. So funny. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, I believe actually applications just opened up on Friday if you want to be a writer for the Folly sketches for uh, this upcoming production in February. So you don't have to have any previous writing experience, just have to like to laugh and you know, be willing to be creative and silly in a room and come up with some great ideas for sketches. So if that sounds like something you would love to do, definitely encourage you to do it. Um, a lot of our writers from last year are chomping at the bit to get back. So we'd love to also welcome some MBA ones and, and some new students as well into the, into the space. So come on out and check out Follies. It's gonna be a really good time. Em is involved in so many creative uh, spaces. It's really exciting to see her not only um, on the stage and risky and behind the scenes, but also at Follies and performing and writing and doing all the things. It's amazing. Um, for me, my creative skills come a little bit more behind the scenes in terms of um, other uh, um, activities I'm involved in. So I mentioned I'm part of the, the Herb Student Advisory Board. We do a lot of um, planning for our student activities to keep the Herb community together as a group and um, and thriving. And I'm the VP of community for that group. So we, so I'm in charge of all of our fun events. So for me, creativity uh, comes in uh, deciding, you know, what sort of events will my fellow herb classmates want to participate in? What's going to bring us together? What's going to allow folks from different backgrounds and interests to, um, to enjoy different types of events, um, as well as kind of more community-based events, like a Friendsgiving that we have coming up in November um, and things like that. I'm also involved in Sanger, so creative leadership is something that I um, am exploring and learning more about and, and helping facilitate for others here at Ross. Um, and I also am a part of the consortium and in section leadership. So a lot of creative ideas flowing around event planning, inclusion, um, bringing people together and just connecting everyone, which is a big passion of mine um, and something we also do for risky business. But, um, but yeah, those are a couple of examples for me. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. So what I'm hearing is if you're creative or you want to do creative things, there are just a ton of opportunities um, around Ross. So we're about to wrap up. But before we do, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience about risky business, music at Ross, creative MBAs, mosh pits or anything else on your mind? Um, I would just say even if uh, I would say two things. The first is even if uh, maybe risky isn't your thing, maybe being in the band is a little is outside of what you're comfortable with or something like that. Um, I would encourage everybody to find some kind of outlet at Ross. Maybe it's the cycling club, maybe it's, you know, outdoors club or the hockey club or the, you know, there are a million social clubs. We game, there are a million opportunities to connect socially with people who have similar interests to you. Um, and it can be really easy to get bogged down in the classes, recruiting 
serious things that come with our MBA. Um, and I hope everybody can find one thing that makes them as happy as Risky has made me. Um, so that's step one. Step two, I got to give a massive shout out to my co-president, Nicholas Bankas. Couldn't do this without you. Thank God we have each other. <laughs> and uh, and also to our band director, Will Want. Um, the, the three of us have been working really hard this year. And uh, I got to give a shout out to that team um, as well as the rest of our board um, for coming together and really supporting and building this beautiful year for Risky. It's going to be an awesome one. So thank you to our whole board, but a special shout out to, to Nick and Will, uh, my co-partners in, in crime here. Thanks, Em. And also wanted to thank and shout out all of our fans out there. Um, you guys really make this experience. It wouldn't be a risky business without you all. And we are so excited for our next show. Keep them coming and we'll see you there. Go Risky. Awesome. Thank you so much, Emily and Maddie, for joining us today. It was really, really cool to see how much risky business means to you and your thoughts on the club. Uh, this has been another edition of the Ross Weekly, a showcase of the latest happenings and upcomings brought to you by Business Beyond Usual. Today's episode was produced by David Amarim and myself, Gopal Srinivas. Executive producers of BBU are Bob Needham, Thomas DeClerc, Michaela Terrell, Preston Hill, and Eugenia Collins. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, go blue, and this is Business Beyond Usual.